Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Bang! He stares in the eyes of the man who despises him. Welcome to Flight 3D. This is your captain speaking. We ask that you please note the emergency exits and safety signs in the event our journey becomes just too deep. And can't put a basketball down. He leaped tall, super niggas in a single bound. Super niggas ain't got no degrees, he ain't got no time for that. Street corner, crack houses, projects, his natural habitat. Super niggas got super strength, speed, and agility. So it's understandable when the cops beat him down to the best of their ability. Super niggas had no supervision. Instead, he had super it's between 17 and 25 super inches used to satisfy them super systems. Will they clone little black girls who won't die but fight? Will they clone little black girls who supplement stamina for endless struggles to write? Will they clone little black girls like Asada, Sonia, Tubman, knowing what they know? Will they clone little black girls like Nikki, Zora, Mommy, Grandma? Who orchestrates train nobody got more than us. Aspiring artists sent saliva in their palms, producing hits, making noise with their fists. Lanky limbros and astros break beats and pop lock on dance floors. Let me talk to you for a second. Welcome. This is spoken word poetry, the art. The Industry, The Viability, with your co-host Jacqueline Taylor-Adams and our cardinal co-host, Sweet Francois. Hello, Francois. How are you? Peace, everybody. How are you, Jacqueline? Glad to be here again this Monday. All righty. This is great. This is great. So I'm getting ready to open up the chat room right now. The chat room is now open if you want to come on by, and also please be willing to post your comments um, during the radio show as it streams live. So we are here, and we want to just um, catch up a little bit, um, as I want everybody to still get to know um, Sweet Franchine a little bit more. So just share yourself and what's coming up, because I know Soul Opera is coming up, and you have a few things going on, so why don't you share? Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, give thanks, you know, first to the creator for allowing me the opportunity to have so many things happening in 2013. And um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to use my platform to bring um, spoken word um, to various, you know, to share in a different genre and to get people who don't typically listen to spoken word to come out. So I'm thankful for that. Um, let's see. It's February. Friday, I am performing at World Cafe Live in Wilmington as an opening act for Infinity Jazz Band. So I'm excited to be in front of some real straight-head jazz artists to mix in some spoken word on that stage. That's exciting for me. And February 24th, I'm performing with another jazz band who's not straight-head jazz, jazz, but um, more contemporary jazz. And we've um, done a track with them by the name of... um, Point blank with the infamous Gerald Chavez. So I'm very excited about that opportunity. I said, Walk Cafe Live in Philly on the 24th. And then, as you mentioned, March 14th, which is also my birthday weekend, we are having Soul Opera, telling stories of love and life through poetry, music, and songs at Walk Cafe Live, also in Wilmington. 
you know, all the events can be found at peacelovepoetry.com, where you can always find me under Sweet Franchon, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, um, on Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. So I look forward to sharing with everybody, you know, the Peace, Love, and Poetry So Opera movement is growing, and um, I've been fortunate to have some great artists on stage with even, you know, the guests we have coming on later this afternoon, this evening, either Poet MC has been a regular at my event, so I'm looking forward to sharing with him tonight as well. All right, that's real great. I, I did the best I could. I speed typed it all the way through, but as she said, just go to <laughs> www. Peace, P-A-E-C-E, love, L-O-V-E, poetry, P-O-E-T-R-Y dot com, and you can get all the details and the schedules there for February and March. And you got to make sure you check out Soul Opera as well. If you, um, I think you Google that or check it out on YouTube, you'll see some great videos that explain a little bit more what Soul Opera is. So, um you know, the one thing I did want to talk about is just to show when it's format in um, the Master Grill group on Facebook. This yeah. show, um, you know, um, I guess I just did a phrase today, business beyond the word. You know, we're yeah. talking about spoken word, but it's not just about the poetry. It's more about the business end. And mm-hmm. even more importantly, Looking at it as an industry, you know, it's um, a special place we're in right now that um, as he did a survey back in 2006 and 90% of the poets that responded to the survey did not view spoken word as as an industry. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I really feel it's an industry um, and it's a a great gateway industry. And Uh because especially the poet that writes, the spoken word poet that writes their work, um, there are a lot of opportunities, you know. So, you know, because of your writing, because of your skill, there are a lot of, you know, um, opportunities to earn income and to establish, you know, a real um, career and, um, you know, spawning from your spoken word. So um, one of the main goals what that I do want to do with it is to bring, I'm bringing small business people to the table and I'm bringing poets to the table. But a lot of times I think the poets come to think that they're coming amongst a poetry lover group, but you're really coming amongst a group of business people. And the objective is to form relationships, get to know them. These are small business people. And um, like they get to know me because I help them with marketing and I'm, showing them how a relationship with a poet can really help you market your business in so many ways. So when you do come over to the Facebook group, you're going to you know, you're going to see a lot of people posting about different things and all, but 98% of these people are entrepreneurs and have their own business. So it's time to start networking and seeing about them because if you want them to check out your work, you got to be willing to check out what they do. And as we form those relationships with business people, these are people, you know, this is functioning on a different level. Like they may personally like your poetry, but you want them to do more than buy a CD. You want the opportunity for them to sponsor you, to advertise, you know, all different type of things that a business needs to help get their um, their message out. And, again, the poet is a great gateway for that. So I really want us to get to the point that we're really um, a conduit for um, networking and collaboration with small businesses and um, poets. So from the local, you know, to the regional, to the national level, that um, our businesses, we can start supporting one another by helping one another and, you know, funding one another. The poets, you have the ear of the people. And we have small businesses trying to get their message out. Yeah, I think what's important too is the, is what I see as a small movement is taking place is amongst po amongst poets is that they're starting to take they're creating an industry they're taking they're taking their own careers by the horns and saying hey you know I want to do more than just perform I I want to make this hobby a business I want to make money I want to mm-hmm. get a heat off of this and therefore you know, they are beginning to 
make, you know, certain demands and expectations of those that book them to be paid for their services, to be treated like any other performing artist. And so it's a good time for poets right now, and it's a lot of people that, you know, with this age of social media and things that are creating their own television shows, their own their own um, entertainment companies around the industry of poetry. So it's a good time, and I'm excited about that because, you know, just like you said, you know, 10 years ago you didn't see this happening. You know, people expected poets to come to open mics and be happy and just to perform, you know. But now this is if they would pay any other artist to sing or to dance. They are um, getting more respect as professional, and that's a really good thing for the industry. Definitely. And, and then they have to also demand it for themselves. I was actually talking with a Renee Reyes, and, um, you know, um, you know, unfortunately she is not um, – and she's world-renowned. She's out of mm-hmm. um, Portugal, and then she came over to the United States. But, you know, she performed – and she um, she works on an international level. Right now she's in Southern California for a few months, and then she'll be back. She's back and forth between here and Portugal. But um, she stated, you know, when she was working hard back in early, you know, 2000 through 2006 and all, it was a lot of time hard to convince people, you know, to to even work for that, not to you know go about passing a hat, to, you know those different type of things, and it it once you know it left a bitter you know kind of taste in her mouth. But you know she has leveraged her poetry into a million dollar plus business. Mm-hmm. But um, and it's and it's not just strictly poetry, but she's you know she's she's Grammy, she is ghostwriter there, and this is where we say these are all these auxiliary auxiliary opportunities that you know we have to um showcase our talents and different things, so that's just one you know just far as the show for the people just wanted to share with them just to let them know that this show was about um definitely exploring the poetry because I know we always have people who don't realize how diverse poetry is. So I love to show people that, you know, no, um, poetry can do so much more for you. And, um, but also, you know, we're looking at um, spoken word as an industry. And we're definitely working to make it more viable. And like you said, as opportunity comes, um, you know, people seen it with TV and um, and with you know the internet and you know and as many great things as I see, there are still things I envision that I have yet to see. So it's really exciting, and um, we are going to get ready to bring on our um, our guest. I think E is on the line, so get ready to bring him on. And as you introduce him. Um, Francois, I'm going to look up. I did download some of his music, so I'm going to look up, look it up, and then upload it. And um, when we take a break, we'll be able to play some of his um, music, some okay. of his spoken word. Okay, then. So I'm opening up the line. Hello, hey. E. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So I just want to welcome you here to Mass Degree or Radio. And as I stated, I'm going to take a moment and find the spoken word that I uploaded for you while um, Francois introduces you to the world. All right. All right. Well, hello, hello, E. How are you? I'm so glad to I'm hear fine. your voice. Well, right. I just like to introduce to the listeners that are listening today to Mass Degree or Radio to let them know who you are. Most people in especially on the East Coast, already know who you are as a poet and a great soul recording artist. But i like to um, introduce you formally to everyone, all the listeners. Everyone, we have on the line joining us tonight, real soul re- recording artist and poet, either poet MC. He is um, a gifted poet. He is doing a lot of things to change the industry of poetry and to get people to respect it as a multimedia um, opportunity. He, I believe, is working with a company, Tor- Torchlight Entertainment, 
which has several legs. They have the art of conversation. They have Torchlight Studios, Real Soul Recording, Torchlight Management, and Torchlight Films. And also, um, an event I'm looking forward to seeing is I Am My Brother's Keeper. So please welcome yeah. me the call MC. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Well, good. While we're um, before our break, I just wanted you to take a moment for us, please, and tell us, you know, a little bit about who you are, how you come to this place, and what do you, you know, give us a glimpse of how you think your work is changing the industry of poetry right now. Okay. Well, uh, okay. I'm a uh, well, I'm a spoken word artist. Uh, I began on the uh, spoken word scene uh, back in 1992, and uh, I call myself Eve the Poet MC because it's uh, I kind of represent the connection between uh, the culture of hip hop, you know, where I come from, and the new spoken word movement. Uh, you know, if you look at it historically, you got the um, the Black Arts Movement started with Mary Baraka and taking on the work of the last poets and that sort of thing, that's what actually gave rise to the uh, the continuation of black oral tradition through hip-hop culture. And many of us who are currently on the spoken word scene actually owe, owe a debt of gratitude to the resurgence of black oral tradition and there being an audience for that. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, the poetry thing kind of fell to the wayside. You'll see uh, uh, this new found spoken word movement owes that kind of Set of gratitude to uh, to the hip hop culture, so I tried to represent that whole cyclical relationship between mm. spoken word art uh, producing the hip hop movement and the hip hop movement reintroducing uh, spoken word back to the crowds and all that sort of thing as a live entertainment art form. And what we try to do, the most of the work that I'm trying to do uh, as far as the uh, with the uh, music recording, we started a label called Griot Soul Recording, and it's the attempt is to do for spoken word uh, culture what happened with the early days of hip-hop culture. In the early days of hip-hop culture, was mainly a, a performance-based art form, but it didn't really mm-hmm. travel beyond uh, beyond that in the New York area for like 10 years before the first rap record. So what we're trying to yeah. do is try to uh, re-present spoken word beyond just the open mic venues and the feature shows we're actually moving into multimedia uh, facets such as, like, music videos, uh, music production, and a whole, like, just different ways of representing, if you will, spoken word to the masses. Absolutely. I absolutely um, appreciate that so much because one of the reasons I created Soul Opera was, as you say, to introduce in a different platform spoken word and poetry. And so right. that I am able to attract those who wouldn't necessarily go to an open mic poetry reading. And I find that when, um, as the more creative we become with presenting spoken word in various mediums, at mediums as you're choosing to do, um, we will begin to touch people who, who we would, they haven't touched before and who right. are exposed to spoken word in a different way. And I just think right. that we are, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that we have people like you and Chris, K.P. Brown of uh, Poetry 24-7. You know, we have Jacqueline doing this Master Grid Radio and so many various opportunities right now for us to share poetry um, and to expand it. And as you said, to be on the forefront of something new to just as it was in hip-hop. So I appreciate that connection that you just explained to our listeners. So that's awesome. Um, I don't know, are we, t- are we, Jacqueline, are we ready to take a break yet, or I can keep talking to to E? We want to keep moving until she gives us a cue. Um, okay, cool. But tell, well, you know, one of my favorite poems, I have two favorite poems of yours, as Bambi and as Black Men. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know which ones we're going to play today, but tell us, um, well, no, before we get into that, I want to know more about, personally, so I might as well share it with everybody. I want to know more about um, Am I My Brother's Keeper? How did it come oh, about, great. and what can we expect on at that show? Well, what we're doing with that, uh, this is a, a feature uh, poetry show taking place in Philadelphia featuring, uh, you know, some of the Philadelphia heavyweights. I, I recently moved there, so I'm glad the brothers let me get down with them. 
It's uh, featuring uh, Shysta, a.k.a. Mrs. Betty's son, Sam I Am, a vision from uh, uh, Spoken Soul 215. You may have seen him on the uh, uh, CNN, uh, Who is Black in America, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with, uh, PYPM in Philadelphia, uh, and Sam mm-hmm. I Am, Shysta, and myself. And what it is, this is a, uh, a series of shows that's going to come from uh, Just Poetry Entertainment, a company started by Shysta. And it's, you know, just taking it to doing shows just on a, a, a bigger level, beyond just the um, open mic level, we're, we're packaging uh, groups of poets in themed shows. And this themed show is entitled Am I My Brother's Keeper? Real Men, right. Real Talk. And what it gives yeah. you is like something that we usually don't really get a lot of from the men on the spoken word scene. Usually, of course, because poetry venues are full of women, you know, you have some men who tend to write in a manner that kind of caters to what a woman may want to hear, like you're the goddess of the moon and all that sort of thing. And that's a beautiful thing. But a lot of times I think women want a more vulnerable, uh, real presentation like what actually goes on in the heart and minds of men. So mm-hmm. we're, we've noticed, like, we're fans of each other because all of us have that element in what we write. We, uh, most of us are fathers. Uh, you know, we're concerned about the future of our people, our children. We're concerned about the condition of the black male image in general. So being fans of one another, we decided to put together a show wherein, you know, we, we bring uh, men to the table for, you know, some real men for some real talk. So it's going to be a real exciting uh, show. It's going to be a little theatrical. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot of surprises involved. So, you know, I would say, uh, yeah, it's going to be a yeah. powerful show. I'm all so excited about that. I'm so glad I'm not gigging that day. I checked my calendar as soon as I saw it. I'm going to make it to that one because also, you know, again, that's what soul opera is. Uh, we do we, we take themes and we use music and poetry to tell stories and to focus on those themes. And we talk about universal themes of love, hope, you know, um, resilience, and all those things to keep our people encouraged through the artistic medium. So it's you know, I, I'm so excited that the brothers are coming on stage together. And I know just because I know all of you as poets, but more importantly, just any time you get men to speak from their heart and have a safe place to do that and to share that, I know it's going to be a powerful piece. So I'm really looking for Am I My Brother's Keeper. But before we move on, can you give them the details of that show one more time? I know it's in Philly and give them yes, the time, date, uh, location, and all that good stuff. It's definitely. It's in Philly. It's going to be at a restaurant called Apron. That's A-P-R-O-N-S. That's at uh, 1621 Cecil B. Moore, uh, right near Temple. And they can uh, the tickets are, advanced tickets are $10, and they can be uh, bought at poetry247.com, you know, poetry247.com backslash keeper, K-E-E-P-E-R. Uh, yeah, you can buy tickets online, and that's probably the best way to get it because I'm sure you listeners all over the place. Uh yeah, so, you know, you can go to Poetry247, poetry247.com backslash keeper, and it's all the information. even even has the uh, the video commercial that we shot, so you definitely need to check that out. It's very interesting. Yeah, that's the video commercial is awesome. And, again, I'm just so excited about what you're doing for the poetry industry. You know, you're doing videos, you're doing promos, you're doing commercials, you know, you're – you're, you're, you know, you have the, you participate in the art of conversation. You partner with Poetry247.com. Uh, I mean, you're doing some really phenomenal work, and so we're so excited to have you on Master Grid Radio today. Oh, and if I may, if I may say, um, because a lot of people were asking me this, in terms of like with the videos and the music production, this is a, a service that we offer to the poetry community, and with mm-hmm. the, um, and with uh, real soul recordings right now, it's more so a um, it's a it's a service for for poets, for poets who are looking for uh, quality music production as well as to be able to shoot videos and all that sort of thing. But we also offer uh, a platform in which to promote and market. Like most of the artists that we work with in terms of shooting their videos, we also are in partnership with Poetry 24/7 in the marketing and the promotion of you know the spoken word product that we help to get out there. So you know, because a lot of us you know we need assistance. A lot of us want to do more things. But we yes. want a cost-efficient way to do it, but it's like we don't have the connection on how to do it. So we set up, you know, in the, in the meantime, between time, we, we're more so a service uh, 
uh, service provider more so than like a, a traditional record label, if you will. So it's not that yeah. same thing. So. Yep. Yeah, I want to talk about that, but one more time, I need the date of that show. The date of that show, I'm sorry, it's uh, Saturday, March 2nd. Saturday, March 2nd. And that's in my, my brother's keeper, Real Men, Real Talk. Yep. And it's at uh, April yeah. 1621, Cecil B. Moore Avenue, or Street. Okay. I'm just not sure. That's awesome. I want when we come back, we're gonna take a pause for the cause and we're gonna listen to one of the tracks. When we come back, I wanna share with you more just from an artist perspective. People know me well as a producer and all that kind of stuff. But even I as an artist don't have, you know, like to uh would like to talk to you more about how an artist, from an artist perspective, I can take advantage of some more of the things that you're doing uh, with okay. social entertainment and we wanna talk okay. about Kryptonite Chronicles. So everyone oh. listening to <laughs> Everyone listening today, tonight we're going to, um, at Master Grid Radio, we thank you for being here. We are going to take a moment and we're going to um, listen to a track. And we want you to keep in mind that real soul from wounds that heal, that's what we're going to do now. So let's go. Okay. I'm that stage upon which Malcolm X laid. Late in that turner's hand and made the man brave. The praise and the worship, the words of Martin King. Not the dream, but the reality, the fatality brings. The tears of Betty Shabazz, Coretta Scott King. The years have gone past and the massing got a thing. I'm a soul that's in and can't hear what you sing. If it's the same old song like Let Freedom Ring, I'm that ring of Ali. The 16 Olympics, black glove on a black fist representing black love. A love of Adora, listening to a marvelous song with heroin in his arm, wondering what's going on, I'm them Chuck Kazan, Dr. J feet, squeaking on a hardwood, I can fly six feet, I'm with Sonia Sanchez, speak with Nikki G thinks, I'm a 70s pimp, living by my instincts, embodied in the Curtis Mayfield lyric, they want you hear it, you can feel me in your spirit. I'm that silly Jimi Hendrix, the sound wave in the brain, the effect of cocaine. I'm the veins of Rick James. I'm that nasty the better half of her. The decision your mother made in having you. I'm Pennsylvania Avenue, I'm 33 Burns. I'm the history untaught that the seeds never learned. Like all the politicians that deceive at every term. I'm the love to art the South, don't receive overturn. I'm that black heart that embodies the black thought. I'm Courtney Dow, photo ground, holding the people down. I sing with the love of faith. Jahidi Brother Che can be more nightlife on any given day I'm an open mic that's been closed for the night A photograph for the ab nigga pose for the bright I'm someone 16, taking a sick dream Only way that I can shine is to make my shit bling Cause of a pizza station, I think 92 cues If I had 90 fingers, I'd get 90 fuck views I'm a poem that gets performed for the sake of show fools They like to real opinion and afraid to show views I'm coming in great flow, crowd feels the juice but after the show, man, the crowd still confused. I'm a dance dance for the sick of just dancing. I sing a song sung for the sick of romancing. Nigga world funeral for black people's enhancement by the National Association for Colored People's Advancement. I'm a play on words. I'm an oxymoron. I'm Al Sharpton's hair. I'm a fucking moron. I'm falling with cities, high rise and age rate. As they build the high rise to the skies they hate. In lack of funding for black art programs, you got from beyond, be your own programming. Hold you more close, man, show us that you love her. I'm the spirit of the black arts, man, the spirit of Ruby Glover. I'm an independent artist that want to see his gold, see his words unfold, not just see them sold. Move out of this matrix, watch his neo grow. It's beyond spoken word, it's a real soul. All right, welcome back, welcome back, everybody, to Master Greer Radio. Yeah. This is Sweet Franchine. We are speaking with either poet MC, a Greer soul recording artist and poet now residing in Philadelphia. Um, welcome back, welcome back, E. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, so tell us more about the track that we just heard, Wounds Never Heal, and more about your catalog. Like I said earlier before the break, you know, um, Kryptonite Chronicles is what I see mostly that people are interested in right now. Can you tell us more about that specific track and maybe share some of your favorites from your catalog? 
Okay, well, um, well, again, uh, well, I've been recording, like, putting out CDs and things of that nature since, like, 1998. So the catalog is uh, pretty extensive. Like, the song you just played is uh, a song entitled Real Soul. That was Real Soul from the uh, CD Wounds Never Heal. Just makes the Oh, okay, from the CD yeah. Wounds Never Heal. Okay, I don't have right. that one. That's why I wasn't familiar. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, it gets kind of confusing because I, I usually put out, um, like, two to three projects in a given year. So mm-hmm. it's like, if you're not, because um, the best way to stay current with me is to uh, is through my, my website, uh, boombatsyntax.com. Boombatsyntax, yeah, that's it. Yeah, dot It's You know, so every time we add a new uh, CD to the catalog, we pretty much try to post it up there so so everybody can stay in tune. The, um, the video, uh, Black Men, is the uh, the new uh, video from that from from my latest project, which is entitled Free Verses. That's the new project that's out now. It came out at the end of uh, December, entitled Free Verses. And the project right before that was uh, Kryptonite Chronicles. Mm-hmm. And the re- and the reason why the um, I put out so much material because it's like you know when you're on the uh, the independent. Uh, show market or what have you, it's a little different. It works a little different than the uh, mainstream uh, music industry. The mainstream music industry, they, they put a lot of marketing and time and space between putting out a uh, a project. So the average artist works on a project for about two years, and, he, and you know, you may be lucky. If you're lucky, you'll get a, a project from an artist like once a year. But because I, I, I work a lot and I perform a lot, it's like it doesn't take long for, you know, new work to come out and all that sort of thing. It's just a different uh, time schedule. So, you know, you know, it's hard to keep up unless you're going through the website and all that sort of thing. So, But it's a lot of product, it's a lot of product that comes out. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about that, but it's just a lot of product. Right. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, you touched on something about the reason as an independent artist, why you have to put out so much work. So that's a really good, you know, That's we want to talk about that more. Um, but we're mm-hmm. going to take one more break. Before we do, uh-huh. I want to spell out the website for everyone where they can purchase the CDs and um, your products. Yeah. That's www.boombatsyn.com. B-A-T. 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 I mean, right. I'm saying P, but I don't know what you sound. It's funny. Okay. We're going to do one more time. Boom. B-O-O-M. Bat. Bat. B A T everybody, S Y N T A X dot com, and that's, that's where you it. get all of his products and um, downloads, etc. So we're gonna take a moment. We're gonna listen to someone that you're collaborating with on "Am I My Brother's Keeper." We're gonna listen to Shice, also known as Miss Betty Sun, and we'll be right back with you. All right. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Before I bring out your feature, hold up. I, I need everybody's attention real quick. Up top, up top, up top to look. I know y'all, y'all, y'all getting nice at the ball, y'all bellies is full, and I appreciate that energy because we need that love in here, but real quick. My man got something to say. He want to take the stage, but I need, I need y'all to, um, I need all eyes up here. I, I need, I need focus, you know what I mean? If y'all could please, you know I mean, take the cafeteria, lunchroom, school shit, and, um, break it down to your church sermon, like, just for... For five minutes, my man got something he want to say to y'all. Hey, Shice, come on, man. Hope you can uh, calm him down. How can I move the crowd? It's a question I ask myself every day, new week, beginning the world still spinning in a social decline. Got so many thoughts on my mind, can't wait to get to the venue and share some issues. Not rob and realize nobody cares about the poet's tears, ideas, hope, aspirations, and fears. See, he came for the ladies and she came for the drinks. And my mind starts to sink into a situation of deep dread, thoughts pounding in my head. When I'm called to the stage and I breathe, read excerpts from the book of my life, stand on stage, I turn the page and I realize I'm talking to a crowd of closed minds and dead eyes. Just wanted to share the art, but the words get sacrificed upon the cross, cause my sisters are dealing with her own pain, never broken relationship, thought that man would be the one and street violence took somebody else's son and there's a daughter home pregnant at 14 and the hood got a way of crushing all our dreams 
Got a father upstate, a mother with a drug habit that just can't shake it. I want to speak to the crowd about the African child soldier in the Congo with the AKs. But right here, we got juvenile gangsters stuck in their ways. You can give it to me. And I put it all in my book of poems to make a burnt offering to the mantle. Because if life is in shambles, trust me, ain't nothing you can't handle. But oh my God, it's hard. But tonight, we're going to turn this open mic into the afterlife. Here and now, it's heaven on earth. And it's going to get beautiful like a black baby's bird. Can't grip walk when I talk. Get low when I spit fire. Spoken word, good deacon. Need you to hum along with the choir. This is street life salvation. Up ye mighty nation. Off the plantation. I'm so real. I'm drinking 40 ounces of liquid freedom while weak minds work the field. And African blood still spills from the masses bullwhip. But he gonna have to slow down. I carry a full clip. How could I move the crowd? It's a sign on the door. No niggas allowed. I only came to build with the gods. Head to the sky. Sice is your big brother. You can call on me. A Satan on your back. Trust me. I'm knocking out all bullies. The devil ain't got nothing for me. I'm more powerful than the Negro spiritual. African legacy just rolls off my tongue like drums. Poetic rhythms of hip hop break beats when I speak to the gods. Peace. Welcome back, everybody. You just heard Scheister, also known as Miss Betty's son out of Philadelphia, one of the people yeah. that are one of the people that um are collaborating on Am I My Brother's Keeper event on March the second. Um, exciting, exciting. So we're glad to hear that. Now, I want to ask you a few questions. We are speaking with those of you just joined us. Yep. Hello. <laughs> we glad he's on the line with us. Um. Now, I work with you mostly as an artist, E, um, uh-huh. but I want you know, like I said, I've been watching your moves as an entrepreneur, and I'm very excited because, you know, it seems like you are doing, you know, one of your motivations to do what you do as an artist and entrepreneur is that you want to move it along, and you had, you know, those opportunities weren't presenting themselves, so you created them, and um, right. that's how I end up producing live shows because I was like, hey, you know, we're more than just an open mic entertainment. You know, poetry is more than just an open mic stand here in front of a mic. It's a great venue. I love open mics, but we can use it, you know, to we can show in so many other forms. So tell me what motivates you as an artist, and then move into that, and how did that inspire you into your entrepreneurial endeavors as a spoken word performing artist? Well, for me, it's it's kind of like um, one, you know, form follows function. It's like, uh, you know, you're, you're an artist by, for me, I'm an artist by necessity as well as an entrepreneur by uh, necessity. There is, um, you know, the, most of us are attracted to writing uh, artists. I mean, we're attracted to art in general, like, because, you know, art in and of itself is very spiritual. You know, mm-hmm. in Western cultures, art has been, tabled into entertainment, which deals with, like, you know, just, you know, titillating your senses or whatever. But in traditional society, especially we as African people, art and spirituality, the the carrying of your history, the expression of the God consciousness, all of that is done through art, whether it's visual mm-hmm. art, whether it's writing, whether it's painting, whether it's dance, whatever. This is how we communicate with the universe. So Absolutely. When, so when we are exposed to art, even as children, like you play some good music to a baby, a baby will respond to that. And you yeah. want to connect with that and become one with that. And some of us are blessed or called on by the most high to be expressive of that that energy, that essence or whatever. So it's like, you know, you have to express. And so once you get into a space where you have to write, express, like, you know, I, I try not to be an artist. I always wanted to do something where I think it was a little bit more sensible, but art just always gave me a call. Like, I couldn't get nothing else going on but art. So I'm an artist out of necessity of a need to express, you know, that God consciousness that that keeps me up at night. So I have to express. So what really motivates me and why I write so much is, you know, there's so many things going on around us, and as artists, especially as poets, our job is like to observe, record, and deconstruct and give it back to the people. Like, you know, so so much going on around us. This is like a very pregnant time that we're living in. So it's it has to be recorded. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. never want this time period to not really be fully digested for what it is. So most of my motivation to write, express, and all that sort of thing comes from a need to, like, observe, reflect, record, and deconstruct for the people. 
and as far as the entrepreneurial side comes, it comes out of once you start expressing, you don't want anything to keep that from getting to the people. So we start dealing with things like uh, like mass media. Like we all sit around and complain about what mass media is doing to the people and what mass media is not doing for the people and how the people would benefit from this conscious talk that we talk about in poetry and song. And if people were exposed to this, people would be better off. Well, if, if that is so, then that's your calling to create those, uh, those bridges and those avenues by which the people do get this. So... You know, my thing is, you know, I come from a, a family line where we don't sit around and complain about things. We create the situation that we want to see. Uh-huh. So, you know, seeing, like, how I see the spoken word movement that we're a part of is not necessarily the same as uh, other people. Where I found that we're, we're, we're blessed with an opportunity that we, the actual artists, have an opportunity to be the business people that create the business systems around the art form. Traditionally, especially with black art, the owners of the clubs, the venues, the booking agents, the managers, the record labels, they were people who not only did they not look like us, but they weren't even artists themselves. Right. So black people are used to being artists and allowing other people to set up the business system around your art. And then they start to dictate to you how to express your art. Well, we mm. have an opportunity to not only to be the artist, but we can be as creative business-wise and create business systems around our art that we won't be taking advantage of, be exploited, be marginalized in how we express ourselves as artists. So it's a necessity in the, in the modern context to be an independent artist. You have to be an entrepreneur. If you're not an entrepreneur, you're going to suffer in your art. You're going to be a frustrated artist that is not, not making the moves you want to make because you didn't study. As, as you learn, I tell people all the time, as you learn to master the disciplines of your craft, you have to also master the discipline of business. You have to be as creative with business as you are with your craft. So if you're a mm-hmm. top notch if you're a top notch poet or singer, you know, the times and the, the study of your craft, you need to put that amount of study in how can I create a business system that works for me. Everyone's business system shouldn't have to look the same. Mm-hmm. I created I created business systems around the things that I wanted to see. Like with the Art of right. Conversation, it's an interactive poetry event that goes on in like four or five different cities that we have going on. That Because I wanted to see the people have an opportunity to talk to the artists as much as the artists are talking to the people. Right. I just wanted to see and that. So we created that, that poetry venue. And I'm right. at one right now. As a matter of fact, I'm in Baltimore at the uh, Art of Conversation in Baltimore. So I've stepped out for the interview, but yeah, that's what's awesome. going on here. Well, shout out to everybody. Tell them all we say hi. But listen, I have a I want to explore that a little bit more. What you said, because I find everything you said to be absolutely true. As an artist, I do believe that's my. I'm, I'm almost spiritual. I'm, I'm closest to God when I'm creating and performing and expressing my art. Absolutely, and I also begin like as you have. The business part came out of necessity because I wanted to be true to what I was feeling and true to my expression, and I didn't want to be dictated by others of what they thought it should look like or sound like. You know, I was told, well, you're not a slam poet because you're not a poet. I'm like, really? Well, let me show you. I created the platform that I felt that best fit my style. And like you, I began to create businesses just to support my own business model. Okay. So with that right. being said, and I know you're doing Twitch like Entertainment and all the various things that you're providing artists, do you believe that because you're an artist and those who you're collaborating with in the business side of things will be able to um, have a greater sensitivity to the artist, knowing that every, you know, you can almost customize your business model as a spoken word talent, or is that your approach when you're assisting people? When you're assisting those who are coming to you, whether they're using the studio, whether they're using yeah. your management services, yeah. whether they use your recording services, absolutely. It's um like, you know, everything is in the the that's the difficult part of it because I approach each artist with that idea like everything has to be customized for you. You know, like mm-hmm. with with like for instance, like when I do music production, like I play keys, I do a lot of things musically that, like, with my particular product, like, my product sounds like hip-hop because I'm a hip-hop artist. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, uh, like, you know, that doesn't work for everyone. Like, someone, some people need jazz. Some people need more gospel sounds. Some people need house music. And, you know, depending on what it is that you do. 
And that's one of the mm-hmm. first things that happens when I get people in the studio. I try to get a feel for, like, well, what do you like? Like, because my rule of thumb with art, if I like it, someone else is going to like it. So my first thing is to do art that I like. So I tell right. people, when you're, when you're doing a recording, don't worry so much about what you think people are going to like. Do some music that you want to hear. You know, like, if, if, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't have a hip-hop leaning, why would you have, like, hip-hop tracks, you know, going along with your poetry? It's like, you know, if you don't listen to it, why are you, why are you trying to give it to someone else? So do do the stuff that you want to hear. Like, you know, I always want to do a, uh, a poetry thing with some house music, and I wanted to do this, and I always wanted to hear this. Like, please yourself first. You know, right. and think about how you want to look. Like, if I shot a video for you, like, you know, my video looks like how he looks. I talk about the things mm-hmm. that I talk about. So it's like... You know, everything, we have to get into the mindset of, like, customizing everything that we do, but we're, we're so used to a cookie-cutter uh, culture that uh-huh. we think that, you know, okay, well, if, if this person gets on the stage and sound and do uh, a slam style of poetry, if, if you will, then I must got, I have to do the same thing when it's really, you know, get comfortable in your own skin and give that to the people. So, you know, and really your success as an artist and your success as a business person, you have to learn how to be comfortable in your own skin. So right. self-love and self-knowledge precedes any good business or any good art. I so. think that's awesome advice. This is an awesome interview. I really hope that our listeners will share this and come back to this because you're giving them really, really good nuggets of knowledge. And, you you know, and I hope it helps them expand their um, thought process where they understand they're not limited as a poet, that they can just continue right. to grow and add and to reach out to your company um, right. Definitely. Definitely. To, to get that help. So tell me, as an artist, because I'm already interested because, you know, I I do fine on the production side and, I you know, what I'm, I want to talk about the balance between the two because for me the challenge is, is that I'm always working on productions. I have 20 productions on the books already this year that I don't, I'm trying to learn the balance to put the more work into my creative efforts as a performing artist. Right, So right. tell me I how mean, you balance it, how you keep sharp as not only a business owner and, and being creative as an entrepreneur, but how do you keep sharp as an artist when you're managing all this stuff? I mean, with me, it's, um, again, it's like you do what's in your range of motion. Like, my thing is don't ever put too much on your plate that you can't handle. It's like with, with the artistic side, you know, people express themselves as often as they do. Like, I, I don't believe in ever forcing the creative process. It's just that I, with, with me, I'm, I, feel, I feel creative in certain seasons. You know, certain things, because with me, every I'm observing what's going on around me. So it seems like around certain times of the year, or every two to three months, I feel like I'm inspired, like, with a, uh, a concept, like most of the projects that I do is their concept albums or their concept projects or there's a theme in mind that I want to write like three or four pieces dealing with a certain theme and then it kind of takes shape as a, a whole recording project, you know, that sort of thing. So that's that's my personal process. And with the business side of things, I mean, I just, I don't know, I think it's Virgo nature with me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I compartmentalize everything and just put everything in its place. Just uh, you know, take it piece by piece, and usually maybe you need to separate things through seasons. Like I have a I have a creative season, I have a performance season, you know, and in between I'm a people person, so I, I'm always in a creative mode. So it's easy for me to get into the studio and just create things for the people on the spot. I don't I don't really have much of an explanation for that one, but you you have to kind of like listen to your own spirit and follow your own, um, you know, your you know, look at your own tendencies. You know, mm-hmm. like certain things motivate you to write, certain spaces. Like if you can find some quiet time, maybe that's your thing. Or when you're when you're chilling at the movies, there's some of your ideas come. Whatever kind of sparks your creativity, you know, learn how to put yourself in those spaces that you have a season for that and just learn everything in terms of balance. And once you get operations going on, like the Art of Conversation, for instance, we started that back in, uh, the first one was back in 2007. And mm-hmm. since then, I've pulled on uh, other artists. You know, I'm about each one, teach one, and kind of pulling each other up. So I have other people that actually host the events, which yes, frees I me up that. to do, yeah, which frees me up to go do other things. So I don't personally host the Art of Conversation anymore. And when I can, if I'm near a city where one is going on, I'll pop in and 
perform and uh, be part of the audience or whatever. But other than that, I um, you know, I'm I'm I have a few more show concepts coming up in uh, 2013 this year here. So I kind of want to free myself up to create whole new productions. It's, I'm about to get into a whole multimedia thing. It's going to get real crazy. So it's going to be new. Oh well, I'm excited to talk to you more about that off offline. But um, Jacqueline is back with us. We're going to ask her to chime on in with us. Jacqueline, are you with us? Um, yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just enjoying the conversation. I'm recording the wisdom <laughs> as it goes along. And I do want to thank you, um, E, first, you know, first for being a visionary. Everyone's not a visionary, and it's, it's refreshing to see people break out of the box in spoken word. And you are definitely motivating a lot of people, um, you're, you're moving a lot of people in Philadelphia, and um, um, I just, you know, I definitely thank you for that. And then for um, this is a statement you made about, um, as a poet, our job is to observe, record, and deconstruct. And yeah. I just hope that motivates a lot of, I know some phenomenal poets. They perform and everything, but they haven't recorded their work yet. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I feel, you know, I feel everybody is message. You know, you have a message, um, and it's all purposed. And um, and I've been put in places where I'm not necessarily a spoken word artist. I do write. I like the creative. I love the arts, period. And so I've been around arts a lot. But then as, at times I've been around, you know, a lot of youth who are suffering, who are in, you know, all kind of places. And I've seen, you know, heard young people, you know, guys try to rap. And, you know, I see them model what they see in mainstream. And I mm-hmm. see it get them nowhere. And I see them shot. I see them killed. I see all these different things. And then, you know, I worked at a home for young men. And I'll bring in um, just Greg's CD. We, you know, I took him in the studio. I got him to record a couple and bring it in. They listen to that while we're on a car driving somewhere. And they like it. Right. They respect the lyricism. Right. And you can see the light bulb go off in a couple people's head like, hey, this is hot, but it's not negative. Right. And then they start to ask you questions. So, you know, it's just been my mission in life. I felt I've been put because I've been blessed. I've been blessed to hear the poet's word, and then I'm blessed to be around people while if they only heard to share it. Well, so, like, if, if, if I may, because yeah. um, we, we – um, like, I have a program going on in the uh, Baltimore City uh, public schools. Like, I teach, like, four days out of the week in, in Baltimore. And I do this class um, called Poets and Lyricists. And, and, you know, in that reaction, just like you said, you know, they model what they see. So they never see anything else. They never do anything else. So mm-hmm. when in the power of poets from their local environment in the school system, it's like, uh, a local poet is more tangible than a Rick Ross, if you will, because once that poet comes into the school, they can connect with that poet. Like my students, they talk to me on Facebook, they talk to me on Twitter, they see me walking down the street whenever I'm in the city of Baltimore, they are mm-hmm. more tangible. So yeah. I can be actually a part of their lives. And I've been in and out of the school system in Baltimore for years. There's students that I've taught when they were 13, they're like 23 now with children and things like that. So I've maintained those relationships over those years. And what has to happen, and this is the thing, and, you know, speaking with black people, like my issues, you know, because I'm a black person, so I'm going to talk about yeah. us. Yeah. Our thing <laughs> is we tend not to connect the the dots. We, It's like there are, there are those, there are people listening right now. They're in the school system, and they know the people that know the people that can get let's say, a Jess Gregg at, at their school on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But they, they don't make the moves to get that happening. It's very simple to get, like, especially with the decline, especially in a city like Philadelphia. When school systems are in a decline, these are like some of the best times to uh, approach schools about uh, running uh, art programs and just avant-garde things that they're willing to do because the budget is there, number one. It is there. And yes. and the you know and they're willing to try things and like and I tell people in Philadelphia like Baltimore's ahead of you in terms of what is about to happen to your school system 
You know, uh, it's going to be consolidated. Mm-hmm. Like all the big school buildings that you have in Philadelphia, they're going to house three or four different schools in the in the coming years. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be taken over by a charter school corporation. There's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of things that's about to happen because it's a con- it's a, a concerted plan against black children and black people that's been yes. in effect for the past 20 to 30 years. But we always yes. shocked because we don't do the homework and find out why these things happen. But in the meantime, between time, while these things are happening, we have an opportunity to set the things in place to rescue our children. So it's more than like, you know, oh, man, it's a shame things are happening to our kids. We actually have the opportunity to, to put things in place. So we need to have, like, our art, our art community, I've been on this thing for a minute, art communities, the local art communities in every city have to be sitting down with the activists and the political people and all that sort of thing and come up with, uh, concerted, uh, like we're coming together with strategies to see black people, and a lot of times mm. in most city, in most cities, the communities are segregated. You have your arts community over here, you have your activist community over there, you have your yeah, civic yeah. Um, people over here, and you have the educators over there. Everybody mm-hmm. needs to come together and and get some things done. And that's true. That's just absolutely true. Just period, as a people, we have to get out of the little Willie Lynch and find every reason to divide, learn to come together. And we need to learn to create vertical paradigms. I'm so sick of us, um, Annie Oakley and each other. And, you know, for people who know Annie Oakley, you know, anything you can do, I can do better. Instead of moving vertical, we're all moving horizontal doing the same thing. I mean, I've been there on the street. The vertical per- paradigm. Sound like poweronomics right there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, you got If you look up the Master Grill project and all, you'll see what it's all built on. You know, um, there you, go. you know, Dr. Claude Anderson. I used, I used to sell books, so from selling books to meeting people, you know, um, I'm bringing. I'm honestly, I'm bringing to light concepts I wrote back in the '90s. But okay. I'm just an idea person, so I, I get the idea, I write it down, and then somewhere. You know, time and all catches up, and then I can, you know, share it. But there you go. There you know, you go. the main thing is, um, I just feel like you know we need to come together, and I want to motivate people on all levels. I deal with business people, and so with the right now with the master grill, I'm trying, I'm working to get small businesses and entrepreneurs that don't have these huge budgets. Instead right. of going out looking, you know, um, you need to advertise. You got to put some money in marketing. Our poets, these people got the ear and the heart of the people locally. Right. Uh, you know, use them as a vehicle. I'll help you develop a strategy that will get your business seen partnering with a poet. So by mm. you funding their project, um, you help the art, um, and then we help our businesses because, you there know, you he who pays the piper picks the tune. So we all need to there elevate each other, and we can do it non-competitively. And go. so. That's my spirit. That's my purpose. So when I see a person like you, I'm excited because you had these great ideas. You you know, these are things I've actually been saying and seeing. Um, take you over to London. I, honestly, a lot of things we're doing here, we're like, they're still, you know, they've been doing with spoken word, you know, for a long time. And so it's just great, you know, when we can expand and, and then you also have a love and a heart for the people. It's not just about you and your poetry. Right. And right. And, and we and we're purpose. So you know we have a, it's a message you have you have to give. And we, I feel the artists are the storytellers and the keepers of our culture. And it is incumbent upon any community to make sure we don't have um, an epidemic of starving artists. We need to feed our Absolutely. artists because they have a job to do. And at oh, yeah. the same time, the job, the artist has the responsibility back to the community. So that's hey, just my hey, thought pattern. Uh, real quick, ladies, I, I apologize profusely. I did not bring my charger so okay. on my we phone. <laughs> and I'm on my phone. So what's going to happen, maybe in the next uh, two to three minutes, this, the phone's going to shut down on me. I see him on my, my, my last okay. computer. but. Well, well, I need you to close us out, E, real quick. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, just real quick. I want you to close us out with some information about you. Which you, you got a, um, you have a new CD out right now, free yeah. verses. 
Um, how do people, you know, get you know get your music? How can they contact you so they can find out everything that's going on? And then um, another time we're going to bring you back on. Um, I may bring you back on in June. I'm, I'm working on closing in Talam when I okay. get his confirmation because I want you to talk about your collaborations. Which you okay. know that's it's another important part of the business. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, Franchon already has the, um, the the website. That's the best way to contact me. Uh, the boombapsyntax.com. Yeah, it's boombapsyntax.com. It connects mm-hmm. to my Twitter, my Facebook, the CDs, the videos. Everything is right there on that uh, on that website. And again, I, I really want to thank you, ladies, for uh, bringing me on and allowing me to talk to the people. That's a beautiful thing, and I'll be listening. Uh, I'm I'm familiar with both of your work and all the great things you're doing. Don't think people don't know what you're doing. It's a beautiful thing, and uh, yeah, so. Thank you again. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, through. Right. We absolutely got to have you again, as Jacqueline mentioned. We know your phone's about to die, so we're going to talk to the people. It was a pleasure talking to you on this level, E, and mm-hmm. I will be in touch as well. Um, Master Grid Radio, you know, we're doing what we do. We just spoke to E, the poet MC. As he mentioned, he's doing some great work as a poet and as an entrepreneur. Um, he offers some great resources that he didn't get to share before he closed out. Make sure you reach out to him on boombatsyntax.com because it's time to get your work out. You need a promo, promo video. Do you need recording? Do you need, um, do you need a book? What do you need? Make sure you call them because they have the artist and the poet in mind when they're working with you. It's a great Absolutely. Opportunity, Thank you, ladies. And I think Peace. that uh, you should reach out to E right away. Jasper? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to share, you know, share the same thing. You know, definitely reach out to E Poetry247.com. These are yes. these are all some great young men and, and um, that are doing great work and um, hitting very different aspects of the industry. So if you want a chat book, um, just they just have great ways to market you, and they're working together, and right. um, that's really important. And we got the tech community doing the same thing, so I, I'm really excited. You know, I'm finding this is a time where I think we're starting to realize we need to come together and work together instead of against yeah. one another. And, Let me share um, this. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, so we had a pause. Go ahead. Oh, I just want to share also with everyone, you know, um, as we mentioned earlier, I'm Sweet Franchine of Sweet Franchine Entertainment. I am a live music show producer here in Wilmington and Philadelphia area. Um, we do a very um, unique show called Soul Opera. If you're a poet, a singer, a dancer, a visual artist, um, an artisan, please reach out to us at www.peaceofpoetry.com. Send us your information or check us out on Facebook or Twitter under Sweet Franchine, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N. It's just a good time to see all of us coming together in the Philadelphia specifically in the Philadelphia and Wilmington, Delaware areas, coming together as poets on a mission to to change the industry, to make it a viable industry for working artists, and specifically working poets, thanks to Master Grid Radio and Jacqueline, for her insight and vision on also creating other various um, platforms for us to share. So we want you to know that right here on Master Grid Radio, this is a good space for you to increase, increase, and grow as a spoken word artist, and we are here to support you in every way. And it's apparent through this interview with E that we have a lot of great relationships that can be that you can use to customize your business model and what you want to do as a spoken word artist. All right, that's definitely excellent. And um, you can check us out on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Master Griot Radio, and it's G-R-I-O-T. Come and network with us there so we can move from beyond just speaking to actually networking. So, you know, you can come together. Maybe you offer different things, and we're all just looking to advance one another and um, to move forward and um, really lift up our community. We have a job to do, and it's time to stop looking for others to do for us what we can do for ourselves. We really have everything we need to be the community we need to be if we just start turning to one another, becoming strategic, and um, just reaching out. And um, to that end, um, 
I did want to say, if if there's any singers out there, and I'm going to just check with you, Francois. I do have we have an artist, um, a hip hop artist, Intelligence, that is looking for um, a singer to sing um, some hooks on her track. If you ever doubt it. And it's just a performance part. Everything is written. It's just performance. So, um, and it's already getting radio play. And she is MC Light's Hip Hop Sisters' next top female MC. So she's going to be getting play. So if you want to take this opportunity to really market yourself and get your name out there, at no cost to yourself, um, you know, just hit us up at Talk to Us, the number two US. Talk to us at Master Griot, G-R-I-O-T, radio.com. But I'm going to um, also hit you up with that, um, Francois. Maybe you can help. Because we also okay. we don't just want someone to sing. We want the person that has that good business etiquette. Yeah, right, we um, got uh, you. Yeah, got yeah. You, you know, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, we want to make sure that we're good business people, too. So, um to that end, I think, you know, it's been a great show. We're going to be back next month with the Queen's Roundtable. And we already Yay! have Whisper booked. <laughs> and we're going to be booking a couple other people. So, you know, last year the Queen's Roundtable is hot. You know, when the women get to speak, we have two. We got Whisper and Sweet Francois. She's also one of our, our poets. So we have two, and we're going to look at bringing them up two more women and do a roundtable discussion. We're going to be playing their poetry and speaking, and you're just going to find out all the awesome things that these women's, women do. And, we, you know, the queens, they're queens of mankind, and, you know, we all sometimes need to sit at the feet of the queens and just listen. So that's next All hail, part. all hail to the queens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Our girl Dior said, come and get your queendom on. <laughs> Come get queendom on next month. Make sure, listeners, that you tell a friend, bring a friend. We look forward to growing our listening base every month. We think we're offering something unique here at Master Grid Radio. And don't forget, you can also listen to Master Grid every Monday. Check out the website for the listing for the month. All right. And um, www.peacelove.com. Poetry.com for Sweet Franchon to follow up, and you can also find us at www.mastergrioradio.com. Have a great day, and we speak for you. Peace and love. And light. Peace. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.